Hi, this is Matt Kempel, co-owner of Milwaukee's premier live comedy spot, The Laughing Tap, and founder of the Milwaukee Comedy Festival. It seems you guys really like that last set. Let's see if we can keep the applause going and get the guys and their guests to give us a part two to the interview. I think they're coming out. Here they are. Show them your love, people. It's season six of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. My name is Jim Martin, along with my co-host, as always, Chris Beyer. Chris? Good evening, Jim. Good We've evening. Got a, a, a very interesting guest here tonight. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, we heard the, sort of this lore about this this gentleman that we have with us tonight who uh, prepared for an eventual disaster like COVID, where he he was one of these these people, these survivalists, these uh, the preppers, they call them, who um, was all ready for this type of disaster. So we thought it would be cool to have this guy on the show and maybe give some tips and some kind of like professional advice about these types of situations. So our guest tonight is, is Nicholas Swift Eagle. Nicholas, welcome. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah. 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 Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. So are you Native American? Uh, no, it's, uh, it's Prussian. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I know you're here. You're a local guy. You're here in Menominee Falls. Mm-hmm. And you're this preeminent prepper that That's right. kind of foresaw problems like with COVID. Yeah. You talk about March 2020, people were panicking, panicking hard. Yeah. Not me. I was in the bunker. I didn't touch a human hand for six months. So a lot of people like you ended up getting a pat on the back because uh, you saw this coming. If you learn to recognize the signs, you'll see yeah. it coming miles and miles away. Can you, do you have an example, a couple of examples of these? Signs? Okay. Or, yeah. No, no. It's a great, I mean, uh, that's yeah. a great point. So do you remember, you know, early 2020, mm-hmm. not March, but like January? Sure. Okay, right. And they started saying, there's this thing called COVID-19, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. you know, like we didn't quite know how serious it was yet. Yep. Into the bunker. And so anytime there's some sort of new thing generating flu-like symptoms, I'm into the bunker. Sniffle, you're into the bunker. I'm in. Yeah. Anything with a tissue, you're into the bunker. I'm in. I got tons of tissues in there too. Well, that's, that's probably for another source if you're in by yourself. So you had the foresight, or did you have some type of information that we don't have? I, mean, I don't want to. I can't expose this person, okay? But I have a contact in Wuhan. Oh, in the wet market or the lab? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? in the wet market or the lab yeah you think that's the first time i've been asked that question i won't give this person up that easily okay so so networking might be one of your pieces of advice maybe get to know you know what that is good advice that is good get get to know people but not in your local neighborhood those people can't help you i've often thought it was lab created or maybe golden retriever one of the two who told you that that's a little joke i didn't really mean it okay all right (laughs) yeah yeah no we're all laughing about it yeah yeah well, when did you decide to come out? Like, how did you know when it was okay to, to leave the bunker? Well, okay. So I was in there, I was in there January, but then by July, 2020, I was like, you know what? It's okay. You know, at that point I was vaccinated. So I felt safe to go outside. The vaccine Wait, wasn't available for yeah. quite a while. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Not, not your Pfizer's, not your Moderna's, yeah. not your Johnson and Johnson's. Okay. Yeah. But your Nicholas vaccine was available. Your vaccine, you made your own vaccine? That's right. That is correct. Yeah. Wow. 
Interesting. Do you have a lab in the bunker or is it just? Yeah, I do. You want a bunker to wait out a global pandemic and you have no lab in there. What you're saying is I'm waiting for someone to get me out of here. I'm not going to get myself out of here. You see what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be independent at that point. Certain, I mean, yeah, lab etiquette. I mean, I, I'm sorry, bunker etiquette. Yeah, exactly. But then I heard that you ended up going back into the bunker. I did. I did go back. And uh, what sent me back there was uh, Vladimir Putin invading the Ukraine. Massive instability in Europe. Mm-hmm. Gas prices all over the place. You know, I was like, this is too much. I'm going into the bunker. Back, back in the bunker. bunker. Back okay. in the back bunker. In the bunker. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the great part about a bunker. If you have a well-equipped bunker, any yeah. cause to retreat, you're you're prepared, you know? Sure. In light of the fact that uh, Russia didn't really expand its war beyond Ukraine, do you feel justified in going back in the bunker there? You know, I'm going to level with you guys here. I know a guy in Kiev. They're actually Kiev. That's how they say it oh, in Ukraine. Kiev. Yeah, I know Kiev. a guy in Kiev. And he says... He- they, they got this in the bag. So then I, I came, I did come back out. Yeah. Okay. Oh, because you're another guy. Okay. You need boots on the ground to give you the straight dope of what's going on over there. That's yeah. true. I That's true. Is this internet based or ham radio based? How are you making your contacts? <laughs> a lot of questions over here. Uh-oh. Let's just say it's through a secure channel. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So you came out of the bunker. Yep. Came back out of the bunker. But then okay. again, in our pre-interview, we found out you went back in a third time. Okay. Yeah. I did. I did go. I did go back in third time. Well, yeah. you know, like I was saying, gas prices going up. Right. By the time I came back out, because my contact in Kiev told me it was going to be all right, the inflation, not just on gas, but on you know groceries, on everything, was so high. <laughs> I was like, I don't think so. Straight yeah. back into the bunker. Back, back in the bunker. Back to the, back bunker. In the bunker. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. I think that's prudent. Well, yeah. you know, if you can wait out a wave of inflation, yeah. not only are you not exposing yourself to any potential pathogens, you're also saving money. So that's just a yeah. good, that's a practical decision. It's kind of, kind of a nice uh, added bonus, really. Yeah. 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 We still yeah. have inflation to a certain degree. So uh, what signal to you this time You know, to get out of the bunker? Well, okay, so you'll be happy to know this was a uh, this was a domestic contact I had, but I do know someone at the Fed, and he gave me cause for confidence. And it, I don't know if you've noticed, but gas prices are reasonable again. So you know uh, another guy at the Fed, okay? Yeah, just a quick aside. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, but the next Fed funds meeting. Do you see him raising rates again? Okay, I mean, Chris. Okay, Chris. We cannot this do this again, dance every Chris. time. Okay. Chris, if he leaves because you're asking these questions, I'm going to be kind of mad. He hasn't really even gotten just, into the I mean, setup. This is this is audio only. Just if raise your hand up this high if it's 25 basis points, up this high if it's 50 basis okay, points. But just you, so you, I know, you cannot release the video of this Zoom conversation. But no, but you, no, just go ahead. Do you see what I'm doing? Okay. Okay. Do you see what I'm doing? Yeah, I see yep, that. Yep. Okay. That's all right. That's all, all I can. Right. That's all I can give you. For okay. our listeners at home, he was I want on the record, I closed my eyes, so there's no insider trading at all with me. I closed my eyes. I didn't see what okay. he was doing. At that all. actually, that's smart, Jim. That's yeah. smart. That yeah. might protect well, I'm, you I'm, legally in the future. He got out after the Fed. Your, yes. your guy at the Fed said, yes. okay, it's cool. But then we also learned that, again, back in the bunker. And you're currently back in, the, in bunker. the bunker. Yeah, I got to yeah. be honest. I, I Currently, I am in the bunker. Yeah. I, I guess I took the Green Bay loss pretty hard. 
the reason people go in and out of a bunker is very personal. So, uh, yeah, I'm in the bunker. I'm not ready yet, is what I'll say. Everybody's got their own reasons to go in the bunker. That's true. Whether it be physical or metaphorical. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well said. Can be anything. But yeah. you got to have the bunker ready so that when you have that instinct, you can go back in the bunker. How do you get this? How do you get started with a bunker? Oh, okay. Now you're speaking about this is my favorite topic here. Sure. What we are talking about when we're talking about a bunker is a secure location that only you have access to the ingress and the egress. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. That's the entrance mm-hmm. and the exits. If you're not familiar with bunker speak. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. What you're going to need to, you need a source of potable water. That's drinkable water for mm-hmm. those not up on your uh, bunker speak. Mm-hmm. You need non-perishable food. Okay. Food okay. that's going to last. You don't know how long you're going to be in this bunker. Right. It's true. Could be a week. Could be a year. You got to be ready. You don't know if there is going to be some sort of nuclear event. Mm-hmm. What do you like eating in a bunker? Oh, but you know, if we're talking favorite bunker snacks, yeah. And like I said, this is really this is my wheelhouse here. Uh, I love a good banana. You know, I love to grill. Grilling <laughs> in the bunker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, meats of, of different varieties. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you grill? Well, I I grill different meats. I just wondered okay. in this yeah. enclosed space, uh, grilling as far as air quality, right? As far as fire hazard, uh, I. And again, well, you're the you're the bunker expert because you are in control of the ingress and the egress. You can open and allow the smoke to egress, and then fresh air will ingress. Hmm. Because, like, part of the thing is if there's a say a chemical attack or a nuclear attack, like we were talking about earlier, opening the door, uh, you might argue that it might not be the greatest idea after a some kind of disaster. Okay. Um, now, yeah. just I just want to be clear here. Uh, which one of us spent six months in a bunker and avoided COVID nineteen completely? You're right. Yeah, that was you. That was okay. you. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah. I think I know whether I can open the door to my bunker or not. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. especially if I'm grilling, it starts to get real smoky. That's sure. dangerous. You want to talk that about is... danger? That's dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. have to yeah. open that door. So there's the the air quality, but then we have to, I think I have to backtrack for a second. Sure, sure. You talked about bananas and meat. They don't last real long unless you got, uh, I mean, how do you keep those around? Uh, well, you know, bananas usually on a hook is sort of a traditional way. Uh-huh, um, right. yep, yep. You know, meats, I like to let them air dry a little bit so they get it, you know, a nice, when you're grilling, they have a nice texture. Okay. Don't they spoil uh, these meats? Well, sure, if you don't grill them in time, yeah. This sounds like a day or two worth of supplies or a week at most. Well, so then you got to run, you know, to the grocery store and grab some more bananas or some meats or something like that. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait. But if you're at the grocery store, it's a little confusing because you're trying to say, let's say COVID, for example. How did you manage that? So mm-hmm. yep. when I'm in the grocery store, mm-hmm. I'm not in the physical bunker. Right. Okay. But I'm in the mental bunker. I this, pretend yeah. I can't see anybody. I don't right. acknowledge anyone. I do the self-checkout. And yeah, then in, mm-hmm. back in the bunker. And you feel okay. this affords you protection. I feel, you know, mentally, it's like I never left. Okay. okay. Which is important. 
That is important. But physically, obviously, I mean, yeah, sure. I got to go to the grocery store. You know, I had dentist appointments I had to make. I got to pick up my mom and I got to take her to, she does the swim class every week. Okay. So I have to do that. Okay. But they're always mentally in that bunker. Like I said, I did not touch a human hand for six okay. months. Right. My right. mother okay. would continually sort of reach for my face and I'd be, right. I would jerk away okay. and yeah. I would say, ma, I'm in the bunker. So you yeah. talk to her, but only probably just to let her know you're in the bunker. Just okay. to let her know I'm in the bunker. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. When you learned about prepping skills, did you read any books? Did you talk to anybody? Or is this just kind of your, are you a freelance bunker guy? I, yeah, I would say I'm sort of a self-taught bunkerist. I got to say it's worked out great for me so far. Well, you're still alive. Yeah. And still alive. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Did you get COVID? <laughs> no, I did not because... I have the Nicholas vaccine. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's, that's right. right. Is there a Nicholas booster? You know, I've been looking into the Nicholas booster, but I'm, I, you know, to sort of level with you and let down my mental bunker a little bit. Sure. I am a little scared of needles. So I don't, I don't think there's going to be a oh, Nicholas booster. The second, the second one. Yeah. First vaccine, it wasn't injected. Was it, uh, was it orally? Was it, uh, that's like correct. Yeah. perhaps? <laughs> oh, please, Chris, come on. This is, you know, no, it was, it was an oral vaccine. I did take a, I took a tablet. Oh, okay. Well, it's a very unconventional bunker, man. Nicholas Swift Eagle. It's right. a bunker of the mind as well as a bunker of a physical nature. Right. I it's urge a- you all to build a bunker of the soul inside yourself now before something happens. Wise, Wise words. words from Nicholas Swift Eagle. Join us from Anomaly Falls in an undisclosed area. So, you're in there because the Packers lost. How do you get out of the bunker? Right, Fair right. Question. What's the next Fair step? Question. Yeah, yeah. I am waiting, you know, for a, a communique from somebody on the inside of the Packers. Oh, you've got a contact oh. within the organization. <laughs> yeah, I got a contact inside the Packers, yeah. Wow. A connected guy. Yeah. You have to reach out and build your network. Again, now, before something happens. Networking, name of the game. Well, thanks again, well, Nicholas. Well, thanks, Nicholas. We appreciate you being on the show. If you need a hand building a bunker, let me know. I'll, I'll swing by and I'll, I'll help you out with what I can. Well, first, you got to get out of your bunker to help. Well, you no, but I'll be, I won't be able to talk to you, but I'll, I'll come home. Understood. Oh, thanks again, Nicholas. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast when we talk with comedian Johnny Beaner. You've made it to the end of another Bait and Switch podcast. Spread the word.